Hello, fellow train records. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I am your host, Leslie. Welcome back to another episode, everyone. Today's episode, I talk all things imposter syndrome. So I hope everyone will enjoy this episode. I was inspired by this person who I am still talking to. So I give credit to you. You know who you are, but I share with you my personal experience with that and the types and all things related to that. But keep in mind, these are my thoughts and your experience are different from my experience. But with that being said, I hope everyone will enjoy and you can follow me on my social media, which will be linked in the show notes. But now that I have gone that out the way, I hope everyone will enjoy. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But regardless, let's jump right in. Imposter syndrome is doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. I am pretty sure many people have felt this way. I don't know about you, but I sure have felt that way. And like I mentioned, I was inspired to do this episode because I was talking to this guy I was hanging out with and he talked about feeling that way. And his industry, so that kind of inspired me to talk all about it. Keep in mind, I am not a pro in this topic, so I just want to share with you what I have found all about imposter syndrome is basically, there are two kinds of that. So there's the assumption, what I know, what I think other knows, and reality what other knows, what I know, and, you know, there are nine ways that we could cope with imposter syndrome, so I'm going to list all of those, and I will go on, share my experience, and so much more, so the first one is, know the signs, let go of perfectionism, talk with your mentor and a manager, know you're not alone, Be kind to yourself, say yes to opportunities, and have yes in air quote. Distinguish humility and fear, track your success, embrace the feeling. So those are the ways to cope with the imposter syndrome. And then here are the signs to feel that you are feeling imposter syndrome. Afraid of being outed as a fraud, feeling unworthy of success, dismissing, wait, dismissing, 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 positive feedback, distrusting of others, blaming accomplishments on luck, over-preparing. Then I saw this meme that I have found mirror mirror on the wall am I worthy of this all and you know I am I have felt this way before to know if I am deserving of my success am I really being real or am I am just being a fraud so I think we start feeling that way is when we are on able to internalize our accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud 
And, you know, I think I have felt that way before, like working in hotels, like knowing what I am doing. My experiences are different from a lot of my peers. And I am always doubting myself, like, when am I going to be exposed? You know, when am, am I going to come out as being a fraud? Have I been exposed already? You know, and I don't think that's a good thing. A good podcast or an influencer, I think many of you should check out is Katie Bellotti's. Like she talks all about feeling the imposter syndrome, and she also has some good topic in her podcast that she talks about not just dating, but how we are all feeling in our twenties. So I think you guys should check it out. But yeah, I wanted to do an episode talking about imposter syndrome because I think it's normal. To feel that way, whether you're in hospitality, tech industry, finance industry, and so much more, and I think it's important to just share openly how you feel, and we should just embrace our achievements that we have achieved, and it's important for us to value our perspective and embrace our strength and weaknesses, and talk openly about how we are. Feeling because I'm pretty sure many of the people you followed felt that way at some point in their life or are still feeling that way. So I think it's just important to embrace it and not feel that it's a weakness of some sort. Because as people, we are imperfect and we are going to have a lot of weakness, and it's totally normal. To feel that way, so I just want to do an episode talking about it. Now I want to list to you the different types of imposter syndromes there are. So there is the perfectionist. I should deliver a perfect performance hundred percent of the time. My work must always be a plus. The next one is the soloist. I believe that true competent is equal to my own unassisted achievements. I must do everything myself. The next one is the great mind. I judge myself on ease and speed. If I were really competent, it would come easily and quickly. The expert is the next one. If I were really smart, I would do everything. Wait, I would already know everything. I need to know how to do this. And the next one is the superwoman. If I were really competent, I would be able to do it all and do it easily and well. I think it's how I am as a person. I want to be perfect at everything I do. My work must always be good. And if I earn less than a hundred percent when I was in school taking a test, I would think of myself as a failure. I always want to get A plus. But when I was in school, I got like B, C, and D. D would bring me down just because I feel like when you're in school, A means you're smarter. B it means you're smart as well. A, B is good. C, D, and F is a failure. At least that's how I see it. So I think that's why I try to be perfect in everything I do in my work life and in general. So that's just how it is. And all of the type that I have listed kind of relate to me, but not really. Just because I think I want to be perfect at everything I do, and I am my true critic. Of myself, I am the biggest critic of myself, so I just want to talk all about that and share with you that I too have felt that way in my life, whether it is at work, whether it is dealing with 
friendship, relationship. I have always wanted to be better at myself and always my biggest critic. So, yeah. So then, basically, imposter syndrome is a very real and specific form of self-doubt and it could be accompanied by anxiety, depression, and I want to read to you what I have found on that Amer- on American Psychological Association that you are not al- feeling like a fraud. You are not alone. Many graduate students question whether they are prepared to do the work they do. Here's how to overcome that feeling and recognize your strength. So I felt what gives me the right to be here, he says. And this moment, he said he didn't just feel he was lacking certain skills. He wondered whether he belonged there at all. And I think we often felt that way. You know, whether you are going to med school or getting into working in engineering, technology, any career, I think it's normal to have those feelings. Do I deserve to be at the school? Am I really deserving? And I think it's normal to feel that way. And... We don't want to feel like we are a fraud just because I don't think it's a good word to describe what we are feeling because feeling like a fraud is not a good thing, you know? So they listed pressure to achieve. There's a research that shows that men are feeling like a fraud and many people who feel like imposter grow up and family that plays a big emphasis on achievement and they are groomed to do well and whatever they do and there is a huge pressure to succeed in our society today so if you don't get into a good school then that is not a good thing I watched somewhere that in South Korea, you have to go to a good school for you to do well. Or if you're getting married, you need to marry to like a prominent family or you're going to be seen as a failure. So college definitely plays a role on many people feeling like they are imposters or finding good job. Also, it's a big emphasis on why many people turn out to dealt with imposter syndrome and we don't want to be seen as phony just because I think we want to do well at everything we do and we feel like we don't deserve there but I know that many of us definitely deserve to be there wherever you are whether it's college work marriage and so much more we deserve to feel like we belong there and not feel like we are a fraud or a phony But I just wanted to talk all about it because I too have felt that way. I feel like I should have gone to a better school for me to do well in my job. But since I went to a school that is lesser known compared to other schools, that doesn't make me feel like a fraud just because I have gone the same education as other people. Of course, they have like the title of I went to this really prestigious school and that's totally fine but for me I once felt like a fraud because I was not at the school that I should be so I definitely understand and many of us do feel some sort of self-doubt when we are faced with new challenges obviously you go to school you want to 
get a good job and you want to be perfect at everything you do and you don't want to ask for help because that is seen as weakness so when you are feeling like a fraud you don't want to ask for help and you want to do well in everything you do but yeah i don't know if this episode really makes sense i kind of like went on a tangent but i wanted to explain to you about imposter syndrome and things i've noticed and my research that i wanted to share with all of you hopefully this makes sense hello everyone so i share a little bit about imposter syndrome but i haven't yet talked about my experience so that's what i want to share in the episode so imposter syndrome is like you feeling like you're not good enough and you feel like a fraud and i too have felt that way not just in the workplace but relationship wise like you know in a relationship you feel like you don't deserve that person or that person deserves better and like I too have felt that way without going into it I have talked to my past partner and we resolve the feeling I have felt I guess my insecurity but I just want to share that with all of you without going too much into it because like that was in the past and it's no longer in my present. And if anyone ever feels that way, just know you are entitled to feeling a certain way and you should talk to your partner about it or talk to therapy because that's the way to go without like holding it in. And I think you should just release it freely if you want to. And that's what I did. And since then, it has helped me with my insecurities that I have felt but I just want to share a little bit about my experience without like diving too much into it if that makes sense and you know in my podcast like I want to be honest with my ups and downs so hopefully that was helpful but I just want to share that but anyways let's move on to the next segment all right everyone overall i listed to you the five types of imposter syndrome and what it is and what comes with feeling like a fraud but i wanted to conclude this episode and sharing with you my final thoughts on imposter syndrome can affect everyone from athletes and scientists to office worker and they were not recognized until recent years you know and people who are feeling like an imposter feel like they are not smart enough or good enough to be in their current position and they are somehow a fraud and that they are undeserving of everything they have worked for and it impact not just one but many people once in their life but basically i want to share with you the history before ending the episode that it started where two psychologists observed at most commonly and high achieving professional women they noticed that women in high achieving position complain of feeling of self-doubt incompetent and fear of not performing well in their future more than their male counterparts 
but they have also noticed it impacted males as well as females so it first started in females but of course it impacts a lot of people but yeah i want to say that if you are ever feeling like an imposter that it's okay it's normal to feel that way but to not ask for help is not a good thing because i think if you're sick you would want someone to take care of you to feel a lot better so if you're feeling any of these feelings relating to feeling like a fraud you should definitely ask for help but here are the symptoms that you should be aware of feeling like success is impossible feeling incompetent despite demonstrating competency fear of not meeting another person's expectations feeling like past successes and hard work were only due to luck feeling incapable of performing at the same level every time feeling uncomfortable with receiving prize praise or congratulations feeling disappointed over current accomplishments feeling doubtful of successes feeling constant pressure to achieve or be better than before feeling stressed anxious or depressed from feeling of an adequacy but most importantly these negative feelings could lead to anxiety or depression associated with imposter syndrome so i've listed five of the common types of imposter syndrome but i want to end this episode with the fact that it's important for us to talk about our feelings with other people whether it is our friends or family and to seek help if you are feeling this way and try to set clear and realistic goals and slowly work towards it and for me this is what i need to work on is to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts just because i am a negative person i have always been a negative person and i gotta stop comparing my abilities to other people just because we are different people and our abilities is meant to work well with other people and not to be compared as rivalry so i think it's important to just not compare ourselves and to focus on what we are good at and not feel a certain way and i just want to end this episode saying that we are better than we are before and to not compare our ability to other people and to relax and to meditate and learn to accept that that is who we are and not compare ourselves because it's not good to compare i am giving this advice to all of you but i should be taking my own advice and applying it applying it to my daily life but anyways thank you so much for listening to my podcast episode all about imposter syndrome once again i am just sharing with you what i have researched all of these are research that i have found but i hope that everyone's doing well and do not feel this way and if you're feeling this way it's completely normal and to talk about it with anyone or to ask for help there's nothing wrong with asking for help But yeah, thank you so much for listening to my podcast episode. Be sure to follow my podcast Instagram at TuneIn with Leslie Pod for more updates. In the meantime, I hope everyone's doing well and staying safe as well. I will see all of you in my next episode. Bye, everybody.